So like, uh, what what like got you guys like like what artists got you guys into like making music, and like wanting to do this? I really want to know yours. Well, I don't know. Different for me because it's like I didn't start listening to hip hop first, like in music. So I used to listen to a lot of like folk music, a lot of Bob Dylan as a kid, because that's what my dad was playing around the house, right? So that's that's like my first ex experience with music. And then just being like a young kid in hip hop, being like, what's playing? What's popping right now? Like Cole, a lot of Cole, a lot of Kendrick, like just like elemental hip hop shit. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, yeah, and Bob Dylan too. Like in terms of like using poetry and definitely. music, like definitely has a lot of links to like hip hop. Most, yeah, too. most. most Did definitely. a lot of spoken word over rock and shit. Yeah, yeah. What is it? I so me. I listened to a lot of jazz when I was younger because like yeah. I had a lot of family. So like I would go to my nan, my gra well, my great grandmother's house, and they would just listen to music and I heard it and I would dance to it. And I didn't know how much it would influence me now. Like when I make beats and stuff, I had like a lot of jazz. But I realized that recently. But like I like Cole. For sure, Travis is an influence on me. That made me. I listened to Travis for six months straight. Travis Scott, like Birds, uh, Days Before Rodeo, and uh, Rodeo. I listened to those three, and then got me hooked on music for real. And then when I started listening to J Cole, I started hearing the structure. After I started listening to Travis, and then when I heard Kendrick, because th the same year th that's when uh, he dropped Damn too. So I got to listen to that, and then I went back to all his old music again and listened to it. And when I heard Kendrick, that's when I really wanted to rap. I was like, whoa. Cause he just brought it to just like a whole different level. Like Cole gives you, J. Cole gives you that like, okay, he's telling you something, he's super true to himself. And then Travis gives you that straight hype usually, but then Kendrick can do both. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen, you know what I mean? So like those three, when I listen it's to those three, three, it's just like yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Definitely. There's a different depth with Kendrick, like can can create like bring you into a different, different whole different dimension. A different world. He can literally bring you, you can be sad. In the song, and then he can be like, "Oh, you're hype at the I, end. Go crazy. I, I, I really yeah, do agree, but talented. something I find with my personal relationship with Kendrick is like, he had a lot of pressure put on him as like hip hop's like savior, like like you know he spits real hip hop to the point where like, like at least with the damn album, like it feels like he's almost not enjoying it anymore. Like he feels like he has this pressure to like say things a certain way or like it just feels like less like yeah but like i don't know you hear him on features i don't know i don't know i don't know i listen to different records i listen to kendra i'm like jeez he's saying something like i wouldn't hear someone say yeah like he's damn it's tough i like damn it's a crazy record but what i mean is like when you have a certain pressure on you as an artist to be a certain thing yeah do you know what i mean like kendrick has a lot of pressure on him to rap a certain way or to like but I don't think it affects Exude him. Exude a certain but, thing. Yeah, I don't think it. But you can. I don't really think it affects him either. Because if you listen to Two Pimple Butterfly, and then you go listen to Damn, in my opinion, they're two completely different things. They're, they're yeah, completely different albums. Like completely yeah. different. Yeah. So it's like. But like you know, maybe I'm just biased. My favorite, like. The replay value is different than Section 80 and. Oh yeah, Mad City. Like you can hear Mad City. Like in those first three, you know I, I mean? say the three, the first three, like To Pimp and. Uh, Section 80 and then like Good Kid Mad City were more him, more in his like, and then when he came up with Damn, I could see it was more industry, but I feel like he was still in his same like, in his same. To make like, a pop like, record and say that much profound shit exactly. is crazy. Yeah. 
insane. Yeah, like just listen to, it. and then hearing like when I listen to Damn, I heard stuff I wouldn't hear in a hip hop track either. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's mixing a lot of a lot of stuff together that you wouldn't hear together. And that that is a beautiful thing about Kendrick. He's he's like really a student of the culture. Yeah, and like you can see all his different like influences. You know, like and he's, he's pushing. He's just pushing, pushing it forward. Like even for me, like I've been listening to rap and involved making rap for years. And like when I heard like Kendrick, it's just like it's dense. You know what I mean? Super like it chal it challenges like I you know know a lot of artists have seen a lot of artists different directions and you know be avant garde and whatnot. But like to be on that platform, like Frank said, you know, like making like a mainstream record or having access to a mainstream audience and making this really sort of like challenging, you know, thought provoking materials like. You know, I got, it's not like I can't like I almost can't even like listen to too much Kendrick because it's just so dense. Well, you know it gets, I mean? yeah, it's, it's like, like just, almost overwhelming. It's like too much. He's taking me too many places. I'm like Jesus. Now, literally, so when show. I listen to Damn that year and I listen to those three yeah. albums, I, I haven't li really listened yeah. to Kendrick all the time that yeah. much now. Like I'll listen to it if I need it. Yeah. But like I do not want to listen to Kendrick that Definitely. much because he it, it is dense. heavy. It's yes. super heavy. Yes, yeah. Super heavy. Well, it's like it's almost like reading a novel, right? Like if you read a novel, you're not gonna want to reread it again. Like that, you know what I mean? Like it's that density, yeah, right? Like true. where you yeah. absorbed it, you took it in, you understand it, and now you got to move on to something. The performance yeah. on God is Gangster is fucking mm. crazy. Yeah. Mm. Like, and honestly, one thing I love about like Kendrick is like he rides that line of like, he's not a street dude, but he grew up around street dudes, yeah. so he can talk about like, and that's why I certain things from an interesting too. perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, why I also listen to Kendrick because mm. I'm not a street dude, but I grew up around but you grew a lot up of street, around a lot of street dudes. Yeah. So. That's why I listen to him too. I connect on that level and listen to his music. Yeah. One thing before we gotta wrap this shit up is actually something I thought about is back to the camera. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't hire me to do shit. All right. Don't worry. <laughs> so don't worry. You're good. Go ahead. What was that thing you were thinking of? Never mind, man. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> so you got a song called Fate. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. You got a song called Destiny. Yeah. It was meant to be. Thematically, <laughs> thematically the same idea, but like structurally and like presented in a very different way. And like, you know, I was going through both of your discographies again, like getting ready for this shit. Yeah. And I just like, it was like, it was a really beautiful moment for me to hear like that, like you guys know each other, but it's not like you're like, around each other all the time yeah. or like whatever and like the fact that like you guys both presented that same concept in two separate aesthetics and like from two different generational point of views it was just like it represented what like hip-hop is to me like yeah, do you know what I mean it's like some of the most amazing things like that I've learned you know lessons were through this music no for real you know what I mean I and like it's it's one of the beautiful things about the culture and like you know again with hip hop fuck I'm just fucking rambling I'm drunk. Add <laughs> <laughs> something. Add something. Yeah. Ask a question. Big up Saga Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you guys got something to say, just raise Big your hand. Glenn. Raise yeah. your hand. Glenn Aqua Santa. <laughs> fucking uh, God, motherfucking damn. That's a good observation. No, that's a good so observation. Like, yeah. Good observation. What, did, what did that? What did each of those tracks mean to each of you individually or as collectives? 
So let's start with you, Kai. Uh, what, me and him uh, were making that? I remember yeah. making that. Because he made the beef for it. Yeah. Okay, so right we're right. in there and we're just chilling. I was like, bro. I don't even know. It just, it just came across and making that it. That was the like, night when we, we made like three tracks. Three tracks that night? He stayed late. Oh, yeah, a, I did stay it, late. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a school three. night and we normally we don't go that late. Like one, mm. And then I walk home and it's like a 15 minute walk, whatever, yeah. whatever. You but know, yeah, just like making that track, it's just like, I just wanted to tell people that like you control what you do and like, like, Things are gonna happen that are not gonna go your way, but at the end of the day, you do control your yeah. destiny to a yeah. point. You, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you deal with it. Exactly. You have you make choices, you make decisions at the at the end of the day. Your destiny's gonna go like if I pick this decision or this is gonna go this way or this way. Mm-hmm. So I just made that track based off me, like I control my own destiny. Whatever choice I make, I made that because that's what I wanna do. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like certain things are like themes that cross generations or cross like, you know, any different boundary, race or fucking material wealth or whatever right and like the idea of like destiny or predestination or like ha- like uh self-control over your life is like something that we we deal with a lot yeah. right like are we just the sum of the things that happen to us or do we actually got free will who knows you know what i mean and that's an interesting concept right and like to talk about that again so socks, where does that balance fit with you the balance of what about what you can control and what you can't control um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, it's, I got all, when you start thinking about it, it's, it's too deep. It's <laughs> actually so much. It's chicken. Because I be having these conversations yeah, with my friends all the time. But yeah, you know, chi- yeah, I know you guys be getting high and like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no we, get, we be talking about the most craziest thing. We're talking about like, is there really space? Like we're going on about just yeah, a bunch of stuff. We be talking about this crazy yeah. shit. You know yeah, I mean? but I don't know. Yeah, like I think that it's funny just like, yeah. Hearing him talking about the song and what sort of approach and like the thought process of it, it's like a lot of similarities um, to the song that I did. But um, yeah, it was just like, you know, for me, the impetus for that track was like, I just heard this beat that uh, my dude M Mac in Toronto made, and it was just so like crazy. And I, I just like had to delve into it and be like, what is going to do, what does this like evoke for me? You know what I mean? Into what is what topic? What sort of, you know, what words can I bless this with to like bring this song to where it needs to be? And I was like, I had to go into something like, you know, I had to go to outer space with it. You know, <laughs> get philosophical a little bit. You know, because I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are running around and uh, lose sight of what they need to be doing. You know what I mean? I mean, well, we're it's all guilty of that. Because yeah. you guys did yeah. the so. song at different points in your career. Yeah, like yours was on FYPT. Later, yeah. Which was after you already got the judo nod, yeah, right. And yours is more at the beginning of your career, yeah, right. Yeah. So the idea of like destiny or fate and what it means to you is is different, and you know, and like you know, when I was you hearing get the you, same. Go, get, get the same, get the same, get the same, well, because like, yeah, fuck, See, y'all fuck me up. <laughs> well, um, fuck, what was I gonna yeah. say? Though? Different, yeah, different points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's weird, yeah. Like you, you know, it's it's funny. Um, you know, I'm just like, I've gone, I don't know, up until that point, it had been like, I don't know, 11 or, I don't know, 10 years of making records, and then I do that track, you know what I mean? And then it's like, in your, how, how It was long? like a year. A year yeah. in, you yeah. make that track, so it's like, you know, it's just an interesting, you know, it's interesting to see how, where people are, are going, and like, and I, you know, like you were talking about earlier, about how uh, you like came up with, like all the apps and like social media shit, yeah. you know, like 
I didn't, you know, like I had a pager when I was like your <laughs> yeah, age, you know what I'm saying? Know. So like, a it's a different, it's a different, page. it's a different journey, different path. But like, I think that like, like you're like already steeped in like your introduction to like, to hip hop and like lyricism, like Kendrick is like one of the cold, like these are the guys that are like you're in, being introduced to. It's like, it's like, you know, like a first grader going to Harvard. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You're, you're yeah. like, and the stuff that you're you're making is so it's you know, sophisticated, and it's gonna keep getting Appreciate crazier. You know what Honestly, I mean? So I have you know big respect for that. Yeah, thank you. Honestly, like, yeah. it might sound corny, but like, I see what you guys are doing, especially at this age, and I'm like really proud of it. Thank you. Because like, thank you. I didn't have that foresight, you know, at your age to be thinking about certain things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the fact that you're at a point where you're like actually building a team and like, you know, ha setting goals and like finding where different people fit in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just different it's just like it's different timing, yeah. like I said, like it just like, 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 like it wasn't man. like supposed to happen. But it just no, happened. but it just happened. It just happened. That's the, like, that's, that's, that's the, the best way. Yeah, it. that's the best way for it to happen. You know? yeah. It's like you, you know, you squad up like with your friends and people that like you vibe with. You make music. You know, you, you like the first time that I ever recorded it was a similar situation um, in Ottawa with my guy uh, Patience and Bender, R.I.P. Um, and like it was, we locked ourselves in a basement and just like banged out tracks for days. Like, and we like ended up, you know putting that onto like a little project. And that was like my first foray into something like in like 1999, you know what I mean? And so, you know, obviously we moved apart and that sort of thing, but like we all kind of kept on doing our own thing. Yeah. But like that's, it's it's, it's always, I mean with you guys, like you know, underdogs, you know, like crew, buddies, making just music. It happens. It happens, yeah. right? Yeah. And well, it's just like, yeah, I know what you're saying though about how, how these cats are like, you know, getting their shit together, you know what I mean? Like, well, when, like yeah. we just, I grew up in a business environment. I yeah. worked at Hope Blooms when right. I was eight. So like, yeah. the whole point of being at Hope Blooms is learn how to be an entrepreneur and create your own business. And me and uh, my friend Kaladi, so he's like the business guy for LDN. He does yeah. like everything in the background. He, yeah, he, he really so does like all the stuff so in the background. And he's like one of the founders too. Mm. Uh, what's his name? But we did that. Like we went to Hope Blooms every day and I still go there to this day. And it just made us have a, like a business foundation off rip. Like I knew at a young age, I was never gonna have a normal job. I knew yeah. I was never gonna work for someone at like 10, 12 years old. Yeah. No, most people don't have that mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like right. just being in that entrepreneur and just how got me to this position where I'm at now. Mm. See, like I guess I, I had the same mindset at the age without the vision. Yeah. Right? I was like, I'm always gonna be my own boss. I'm gonna be my own person. Like yeah. I ain't gonna have anybody be in control of me. But I wasn't setting myself up to be in that position yeah. at the time. See, like, um, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you had that vision when I was of, like, like I'm putting the work in to create when, that. When we were, like, 13, 14, we, would, we were always trying to set ourselves... We did, like, so uh, we did Call of Duty teams. So I did montages. We actually tried to get, like, famous on YouTube and stuff first. <laughs> and we made multiple teams and just learned how to... So we need to find editors. We need to find people to make the montages. Mm. We needed uh, players in the team so they can make the montages, same as mixtapes. Mm -hmm. So we were doing that at, like, 14 and, like, 13 years old. Until we're both 16, and then like we just realized how much we all started liking music mm -hmm. and how much we connected on music. Cause 2016 was like one of the best years for me that I started listening to music at my for my age. Yeah, yeah. Like what was just coming out. For mm -hmm. me, it was like, okay, I'm listening to all this crazy music. It sounded nice. That was a good time and for then music. Going heading into yeah. 2017 is when I started studying. Mm -hmm. So then just being able to like start that Call of Duty thing for fun. Yeah. It built this. We and me and transferable, transferable exactly. skills. So we literally yeah, like, okay, you need players, we need artists. You need an editor, we still need editors. 
You need um, a videographer or like um, a, a GFX. We need a GFX. Like it's basically almost the same. We were doing it younger. So then we got to like basically flip it into our music. Yeah. Which was nice. You already kind of had an idea of a ground, like a framework for yes, how it needs structure. to be done. Yeah. That's like super dope. Like right? I did everything, like Kaladi, though I'm talking about. Anything business I've ever done, we did landscaping business, anything I always did with him. Because he, he's like, I have a vision, but he has like the crazy vision. Yeah. Like he's the guy that's like, oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. And brings every idea to the yeah. table, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like he's the super visionary. Everyone yeah. has their vision, but he's just like, boom. So like, Having a team, it. a good team, that's about it, super important. Yeah. Nobody can do it by themselves, right? And yeah. everybody has different insight than you would have, right? Like, you know, like, you know, with Frantic and I, right? Like, Frantic has more patience to do the online stuff and, like, figure out how to, like, work the algorithms and shit. Yeah. I mean, I go fucking Love crazy, it. right? I'm better at, like, reaching out to people and saying, like, what up? Yeah. Come fucking, like, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, we have the yin and yang type thing, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, having everybody that, like, is comfortable with what they're good at and like bring those people together is super important. Like, you know, LDN isn't just rappers and producers. Like you guys got ideas for like videographers and like having everything in house. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to reach out to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what we try to build. We try to build everyone. So we have everything. So like if and you need anything, like, it's part of your team. That's smart as a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, like one thing my grandmother used to tell like my, my old man, like my uncles and shit, she was like, you get a trade as an electrician, you get a trade as a carpenter, you get a trade as like this, you guys start a business together and you can do everything. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And like you guys take each of your spe specialties, combine them, and then you're the full package. Then like you don't gotta go to somebody for this and then somebody for this, like you just- You just come you, get us and then we can go do yeah, that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, so how'd that work out? What? <laughs> Soul pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> But they sold pepperoni. Yeah, they, they sold pepperoni. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, future and like Brockhampton yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know like ASAP Mob and like yeah, yeah whatever like it's always like the the collectives always like are able to like expand further, especially when you have videographers yeah. and artists. Like there's so much that you need to like, especially like video art. Like that shit is so important. Mm -hmm. Like the visual aspect of it now is like yeah, yeah. definitely crucial. No, it's yeah. really and, crucial. Yo, what I love is like when you're young and coming at this shit, and it's like kind of fresh to you. You got this hunger, and you just have so much fun doing everything. Like when you make that whole mixtape on Christmas Eve, like yeah. you're just fucking loving everything about yeah. it, right? And then like, not for everybody, but like after doing it for a bit. Shit is less exciting, and you get like a little more jaded about things. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's a, I know what you mean. You have like it certain expectations of things, yeah. and like it's no, just like that's what happening now. Like I'm just getting certain expectations for myself that I want to achieve. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, and like, you have to have those, but you also have to remember why you love exactly doing that. This. And exactly that. That's right? what I think about and like, in those situations. It's like a relationship. You know what I mean? You got to put in. You got to put in work to. You know, at first it's exciting. You know, and as time goes on, you know, the relationship becomes more deeper. But, you know, it's easy to get hung up on little things and you mm. have to sort of work it like it's a relationship it takes work. Mm. And like you have to address, you know, when you're having issues with it, like remind yourself, like revisit what it is that was like 
you know, getting things popping initially and like keep it fresh and keep it sparky and whatnot. So, yeah. and so like that's a crazy. That's, that's, a, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a piece of gold right there. Yeah. For real. I was, it's like a relationship. I agree with that one hundred percent. Because I'll be in situations where I'm making music for a whole month and I'm feeling dog happy and excited. Yeah. And then the next month, like, like, the next month, the next two weeks, I'm like, I can't record right now. If I record, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna like. I'm at a point where it's like I might stop doing this for just a, like a chunk of time. Yeah. So I just take a little breaks and make sure yeah. I you gotta live in between. Yeah, exactly. In your space. Like I was. I think I was to Chudy the other day we were chilling and uh, I was like you know I had like you know this thought always comes to me sometimes right is like if I just said fuck music and like fuck all my dreams as an entertainer and just got a fucking trade or like some job where I can make you know 80 to 100k a year and just live a normal life that would be way less stressful for me but I just know I wouldn't be happy Less meaningful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's like, but it always comes to a point in this music shit, right? And like, and you, when you're a musician, like people, everybody's doubting you always. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you'll have your supporters, but like, like it always comes at some point or another where you're like, is this, is this really it? Well, it's like I told you and I've told you multiple times, like if you're passionate about something, you find a way to make it work. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like whether that means you gotta like take a step back from it, take a break. You gotta get a job that's gonna occupy like a sizable amount of your time so that that can facil- facilitate you doing your thing yeah. that you wanna do ultimately. Cause like if you wanted to take that 100K job that you didn't love just for the money and the security, the peace of mind, like once you had that, you know, chances are you'd probably go back to wanting to go back to doing making music exactly. again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I just like, you know, you were saying at a young age, you knew this was. What you wanted to do. Like, yeah, I both, like when I hit grade 11, I was like, I'm making music. Like, there's nothing like, else I really want to do. Since yeah. I started rapping when I was like 12, right? And I didn't have the same vision or the foresight of how to set it up. But, you know, when I got into it and got into art, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, yeah. no matter what the road is. Like, this is what I'm, I'm This is like, yeah. I'm on it. And like, now I'm at a point where I'm like, I can't give up. I can't let y'all motherfuckers be right. Yeah, exactly. I got to win. You know what I mean? And it's really important to surround yourself with different people with different perspectives. And like, especially like... Like today. Like today. today. (laughs) This is like really why I got so excited, right? Is like, you know, you guys are the younger generation. We're kind of the middle, middle child. And you know, you're you're the OG. I'm not going to call you old on camera. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's it's alright, you're not in frame, so it's all good. No, no. Always backwards. Who's this guy not on camera talking all the time? Shit. So one thing I've noticed between uh, you two on different sides of the coin is that you're both really about community and supporting other artists. Yeah. So what I find interesting is like your link up to like Radstorm. Shout out to Radstorm. Shout out Radstorm. Yes, sir. So uh, what are you trying to try to build with uh, your studio out in Radstorm now? Like basically just trying to get more. Like um, I'm trying to do a workshop right now with youth. So like my little brother has a group and they have a business, but they also want to learn how to record. And they're in the age where I started enjoying music. Mm-hmm. So right. in like grade eight. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a little workshop, and they're gonna—I think they're gonna make a theme song for their business. But they will also want to learn how to like make beats and record. Like my little brother really likes listening to like Juice World, listening to music, but he actually listens to it and studies it. Yeah. And I see him do that, and he watches me when I started recording. He saw me when I started recording at the beginning, yeah. and used to go in my room and freestyle on the mic. He used to play with my mic when he was like, what, 11, 10 years mm-hmm. old, and used to go in there and rec- try to record himself. So like, just being able to like share what I learned with more people. Is what I'm trying to do. Even if it's engineering, producing, rap, and just anything that I can share that will help you out. 
That's what I try That's to do. That's amazing. Because, like, if you keep doing that and then keep inspiring the younger generation, like, the music culture in Halifax is just going to grow yeah. and prosper. And, like, it's going to give the kids, like, you know, something to live for. Yeah, I'm, like, what I'm really trying to do is just create more opportunities. Yeah. yeah. That's what and, I really want to do. I think, really, to be successful, you have to want other people to be successful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, what's the point of you being successful and then everyone you're not, like, down yeah. on the ground? And that's something that I think of, you know, about everybody in this room is, like, has the idea of, like, I want to get on so I can put everybody else on. Exactly. It's not just, like, look at me, like, I'm fucking dope. Like, it's, like, I want to do things so I can make opportunities for my people. Exactly. And, like, that's... That's really like. That's dope. really what I want to do. Opportunity, like my main vision is just to create opportunities for other people. Cause where I'm from, it's either sports, drugs, basically it. Like sometimes it's music yeah. there. Like I know people in my community make music, but it yeah. wasn't. It's not as heavy. It hasn't you know been. What I mean? like, yeah. So like just creating. Even if you want to be like, and just anything you want to be, just creating that opportunity. And plus, where where I'm from, most people just see you as those two things. They don't see you as anything else. Yeah. So you know, like I'm just trying to create more opportunities in my community and like just spread that. Being able to see further than that is a privilege. Mm. Like being able to like try have the idea of wanting to create a vision or having a vision for a future for yourself is a privilege. And people like a lot of people forget that. Yeah. I'm trying to buy the hood one day. That's one of my goals. Yeah. I'm trying to buy the square, revamp it, make it more community. So no uh, what is it? Like the switch, like right across the street, they got two apartment buildings right there. Yeah. yeah. And trying to make it more like, exactly. I'm my, not trying exactly. to have that. I want to. I'm trying to build it like how it was when I was a kid. Mm. People my, inside barbecuing. You got three barbecues, four barbecues. Mm. You can go to each house and go get a burger if you really want. If you're hungry, I'm, Mike pop I'm, a brick through a fucking with the barbecue. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm saying that, my mom threw the crazy yeah, yeah. barbecue start at one. Wouldn't be done until three o'clock in the morning, and yeah. everyone in the whole square would eat food yeah. from my yeah. mom. So like, yeah. I like that. And then you yeah. meet also well, the, with new the people. The community was like dope. Like my family had the CNC coffee shop by JJ's. Yeah, forever. Oh. Like we're from from the block, right? And like, just like seeing shit, like certain things pop up. Like it just rubs me a wrong way. Like being from the community forever. Like I don't know. I, I ain't trying to try to throw well, too much shade no, I on just, camera, I but I might say. throw a fucking brick through a donut shop window. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, like motherfucker, like I get that sugar shit. Like the two of them. What the views you? expressed by Paul 13. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody feels this way. My views are everybody's views. You better listen to this shit. No, I was right? Just, yeah, yeah. Right? I'll, I'll, no, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. No, no comment. All bricks aside. Um, <laughs> Tell Virgil, I like, brick on my brick. Well, it's like the, the good, there's a lot of good things that are like, that are happening in the North End, like, you know, like Hope Blooms. Yeah. And like, if it wasn't for, and you know, like, shout out to, you know, Common Good Solutions, Love. Common like, Good. Yeah, I worked there too. Like, yeah, went to Common yeah. Good. Like, there's so many, you know, there's so many people that are like coming together and doing cool stuff and like community based and like reaching out. It's, yeah. you know, I, you're just like another piece of that. I think we all have a role, you know, in our own little ways to like make things, you know, inspire the youth and like help people out. and make the community better in the ways I think it's more than music. Like, my music is my, like, this is what I want to do, but this is my gateway to help other people create opportunity. But you're not limited to that. Exactly. I I can do way more than that. And I think about that, like, what? I acted this summer. I played in a movie. I was like a co-star. So I did something like that was different than, like, getting out of my element. But, like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, one of the biggest, like, like, a couple things. Like, like, one of the, my biggest, (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, (laughs) man. One of my biggest influences was this guy right here. Shh. Is because like he 
taught me the importance of like expanding into different, like I was just a rapper. That was my focus. I wasn't thinking about producing. I wasn't thinking about other things. And then like watching him move, like to be in this business, you have to have multiple hats. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to get in and fit in in different ways. And that's like something I feel like you guys are learning at a young age, yeah. Yeah. which is really dope. And the other thing is like, like right now, I basically manage all my artists, like all the artists. Yeah. So I make sure all their mixtapes are gonna come out, and he mass mixes all of them. So like, we have like I just make sure stuff just tries to go down. I have a question: Does that ever cause disputes? Like, like where is anybody ever like you're trying to be too much of like calling the shots? No, I never call shots either. But, I just, but like, like I mean like. Like, like, not, not, not like, like being demanding, but like, yeah. does anybody ever get that feeling where you're like trying to set up a promo schedule for their mixtape or something? They're just, never, I, no? never. Like, I just, I'm just helping you. Out. I'm doing what you want to do. So yeah. like, I'll never try to be like, oh, you need to do this. I'll be like, you can try this. I tried this and it worked for me. Maybe if you do this, it will make this go better. Like, I'll always give you option, but at the end of the day, it's your art, it's your music. Mm -hmm. This is what you want to portray yourself as and what you want to do. I'll never like, I got rappers that in my group that went. Completely different than I do on my solo. But I'm not gonna go up to say you need to talk like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just talk true to you. And this, if this is what you want to portray yourself and what you want to put out, then I'm with you 100 yeah. because I mess with your music and I mess with you as a person. So if you want to put that out, I'm with you. Yeah. Like that's 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 a team, right? So yeah. If it wasn't team, then you wouldn't have it. Would be a conversation. You know what I mean? So yeah. I guess it's a little different than I guess what I'm thinking is. You're talking I, about ego stuff. Well, well, well we, were <laughs> as a, we were as a group together where we were releasing our shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whereas you're talking about like people in your collective dropping like solo, but we works. also do have our collect like our album too. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. I mean, when you're dropping like an, a collective album, like does that ever become a thing where like somebody's like, no? Every, every time we recorded that, we're just like, who wants to hop on this? Oh, I'm not yeah. feeling this. Oh, we can hop on that. Yeah. This is perfect for it's me. Just like, organic, we're just organic. You know I mean? Like yeah, we never yeah. force someone into a situation they can't be into. Yeah, exactly. Like we're working on our tape now, and there's a couple artists that aren't on a lot of tracks, and we're just trying to get them on tracks. But whatever they feel, if they can get on yeah. this one, go ahead. Get you on. You can it. lead them to water. Exactly. Yeah. We can't make them drink. Yeah. We're not gonna yeah. say here's a beat. You hop on. You this. have you to hop on this. If you're not on this, then so and so. Like I'll never like it's sense in being like that. Well, I guess like one thing was like I guess my example I'm thinking of is we were dropping a music video, right? And I felt we weren't ready, we didn't have enough things ready for the music video to make it look good, mm -hmm. right? And the other two members of the group, Frandic and Fee, shout out Fee, were like, no, shout out Glenn. we're fucked, shout out Glenn. <laughs> I don't think he produced that one. Yeah, I think he you, did. did he? Oh, shout yeah. out Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, cuz. No, yeah, I, mean, I know I you're better than you do, man. Fuck. Yeah, but like, Big up, Glenn. You know, I felt like we, the, the track, we didn't have everything in place enough. And they're like, no, let's just do it. Let's get it done. Like, and like that caused like a bit of an argument. Like we're homies, so like you know we argue and then we become cool again. Like yeah. it's, you know, any relationship you can fight if you really love each other, you become friends again. But like, has that ever happened with you where you're like, no, just like, like oh yeah, disputes always happen because your family also. A lot yeah. of people, I, like I said, I knew from elementary school, yeah. so like we've been tight since we were mm -hmm. kids. So like stuff like that does happen. Like if we were gonna shoot a vid, not everyone agrees. We try to make sure we're agreeing on for doing a collective video. Yeah. Like uh, we shot on a mission. And we knew it was the break of COVID, so we all couldn't be together. We shot it before. Yeah, like, we, we shot it by ourselves we, before, all four of us together. Mm -hmm. And then after, we redid the idea, and I was like, what if we shot a part of each of our hoods? And they just show, because, like, whoever's going to watch, like, coming to watch you, they'll know exactly where you where are. You're, where you're exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, on the mission, I was in 
Uh, what is it? I can't forget. I forget the court. Wow, it's my hood, and I forget the court. But I was in like the, <laughs> I, I always go there too to go smoke. But I, that's where I was. You're in the rows, yeah. That's where I was walking, yeah. In the lanes, and then yeah. like my other friend was. Uh, he lived on Spryfield. He was like underneath a bridge part that like bring a bridge of Spryfield or whatever for like him. And then two of my other friends were in the pub, so one went to a parkade and like stuff like that, just to show. And we agreed on that. It takes time, but like which well, arguments always happen. It was just too close. And yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, and just like. You know, your music's like your baby. Yeah. It's like a part of you, right? So, like, you, you're very sensitive about that shit. At least I am. Maybe I'm just a big bitch, but don't fuck with my music. I didn't say shit. Why are you looking at me, dude? Because like, yeah. you're, you're off this, you're, you're out of frame. You did a question for Walker. You're, like, you're out of frame, man. Fuck you guys. You're out not. of frame. <laughs> fuck you guys. I think the, I think the episode's over. All right, that's I'm a great joking. place to wrap it up. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's honestly been really dope having you guys and like like I respect you all as fucking artists and just like being able to have you guys converse in that way is like a real privilege for us as conversation for real. Thank you. And plus I like talking to people older than me. You know what I mean? And just yeah, getting that perspective and just listening and gaining more knowledge. I yeah. love learning. Yeah, that was too. a point I wanted to make earlier is like that's a huge thing that's important is yeah. like is like you having older people you can listen to and us as older like artists having younger people we can listen to. Instead yeah. of just being crusty old heads and be like, this oh, is my way and they gotta do well, yeah. this well, is, What I yeah. learned at a young yeah. age was like, one of my friends said, I don't like change. Like I don't like when things change. And I'm like, change is what grows you as a person. If there's no, like you have to be uncomfortable yeah. to get comfortable to get and then you gotta get more uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanna change and grow as a person, you need change. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the most important characteristics of a being, like a person, is adaptability. Yeah. Because you never know. Like I always said this, life is like a corner you can never look around. You never know what's on the other side of that motherfucker, right? Yeah. And you gotta be ready for whatever the fuck's coming, right? And like, you know, you put me in any situation and I will adapt to that situation. Yeah, but you gotta have that mindset that first mindset. to get into that. Yeah. Like I know some people from my, where I live that won't even go to like a Starbucks. Because they just don't feel comfortable going around these certain type of people. Me, yeah. growing up, my mom showed me, like, you can go here, you can go there, you can do this. Mm -hmm. So I can go to these places, I feel comfortable. Like, I yeah. don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to show people that, like, if when you make yourself uncomfortable and it gets comfortable, you're going to bring yourself farther and farther and farther in your life. And you're going to be able to do stuff that you never thought you could do. Yeah, push yourself. Of exactly. Yeah. You just got to have that mindset, though. Some people don't yeah. have that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. To push Honestly, like, being scared or, like, being in situations where you're, like, scared or nervous is, like, it, it keeps me alive. Like, it keeps my life exciting. You know what I Those mean? Those are like, the points of, of learning. Like, learning, like, yeah. Like if you just stick with shit that you're comfortable with. When you're confronted with something with, that goes against everything you believe in, that's when you either shut off or take it in. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I learned. I try to be as understanding as possible. When yeah. someone's telling me something, even if I'm against it, I'm gonna try to understand your point of view, yeah. and you're gonna try to understand mine. Yeah. yeah. Even if I'm not gonna change my opinion, I wanna listen to what exactly. you have. Because everyone has their own opinion. And like soak it up. You yeah. know? And like when I talk to my friends about who's better, LeBron or uh, Michael Jordan, I say LeBron, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. And people say Michael, but it's just based on like just talking. And you know, like you guys as younger people, right? There is a lot of like expectation for you guys to just listen to what older people have to say. Mm -hmm. Right? And mm -hmm. that's wrong. Especially in like a genre like hip hop, where it's like it's hip hop because it's gotta be hip. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like uh like I think it's really important to listen to what the like the upcoming generation has to say. And like I think you guys are doing that well and you're making it 
So people have no motherfucking choice but to listen. For real. That's the goal. That's like, how it is, man. Like, that's what you got to do is like, you have like, you got to hear this. Like, like, you want to, even if you don't want to hear it, you want to hear it. You, you got to know what I got to say. Yeah. Right? And you guys are doing that phenomenally and you got the vision and you're building and I'm, I'm real proud of you. Appreciate Socks, that. you're good too. You all right? No, that's my dog. But yeah, I'm As really- As your grandmother said. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're lucky she ain't here. She slapped the shit at you. Shout out to Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. <laughs> Just say shout out to Glenn. <laughs> no, shout out to Glenn though. Honestly, like Glenn's a good friend, man. Glenn's Glenn. getting fucking love. Nah, on he's this, the man. This episode. <laughs> well, I put him Glenn's podcast. I know. <laughs> no, I, I had to like. You I, gotta I wrote, get you on the show, man. I wrote the acknowledgments for my album. You know what I mean? Which is always an it's the first time I've ever had to do that. It's the first time my an album of mine's getting printed on vinyl, so I've had to do like acknowledgments of it. Yeah. And I had to give a shout out to Glenn because when I was going through one of the hardest points in my life, he would call me every night without fail. Mm. Straight up. Just to see what's up, shoot the shit, and like not many people get a friend like that in life. And that's important. That's good Musically shit, or otherwise, you know what I mean? So, Shout out to Glenn. You're my motherfucking dog. Love I love you, Glenn. And if, if American Eagle ever offers me 200 grand to wear a denim jacket, I'm I'll it. fucking do it for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking do it for you. Right. Did we get this pizza or what? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that it? Yo, this is the get down. Today we had Ghetto Socks, my big homie, Kai Clayton, Luke Berryman, my younger homies. LDN, baby. LDN, we noticed, Day, I'm Paulo 13. I'm frantic. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's your lucky day. Made my mind, I love you, babe. Girl, don't trust a thing. Keep that head up comfortably. Uh, surrounded by flippers and scammers They call me licking on camera Two-tone, like Hannah Montana Who go? That bitch is a dancer, ballerina Walking the block is ahead of see her Calling the plug is ahead of real Dancing out for my time wasted I couldn't fuck if she basic I couldn't fuck if every time I texted the phone That bitch would erase it I need a drink, pour me a Henny and Coke Then go ahead, pour some more This how we do it, you gon' end up on the floor Where's your self-control? Falling right down to your knees Ask for help for sure, you just tell me what you need Seems like a minute since we've been kicking it, tell me what's happening I know she popped up on my phone, that was an accident Yeah, chillin' with killers and niggas that's drillers and quick with the clippers Shootin' for freedom cause crack is still trippin' Leave us the dime, I want his to make names Ain't no bitch in me, my dog. I'm taking your word. Now get to the birds. Pack them and flip them and send it to birds. Double it, triple it, niggas get burned down. She blowing up my phone. I don't know what's happening. They tried to set a young nigga up. I wasn't having it. Take my bitch out the country on some lavish shit. This is more than a game. Call it Kaepernick. It's your lucky day. Made my mind, I love you, babe. Girl, don't trust the thing, keep that head up comfortably. 